Hello everyone, my name is Adam. And I'm Bailey. And welcome to the AB Cinema Podcast, where we talk about the latest movie and TV news, rumors, and releases to keep your eyes on. And please feel free to email us with comments, questions, or ideas. Our email is abcinema.pod at gmail.com. All right, Bailey, so first off, as we start here, a big film festival is going on this week. It is South by Southwest, and it's taking place in Austin, Texas. And uh, it goes through to the twentieth, but some of the big, some of you know, big, some big movies are premiering there this week. And um, I'll just give you a quick rundown of all the movies premiering for all the listeners. Uh, we have everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once, which is just this insane-looking multiverse movie. Um, we have the third season of Atlanta premiering, which is the Donald Glover, Brian Tyree Henry, Lakeith Stanfield, Zazie Beetz show on FX. We have the unbearable weight of massive talent, which is the Nicolas Cage driven Nicolas Cage fest. We have the DMZ TV series, uh, which will also premiere on HBO. We have the Halo TV series, which will premiere on Paramount Plus. We have the Lost City, which is the Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, Brad Pitt, rom-com adventure extraordinaire. And we have Tony Hawk, Until the Wheels Fall Off, which is a documentary. And there are plenty more um, movies that are premiering there. And I'll provide a link in the show description so that people can go check out some of the shows premiering there. Um, Bailey, of all these things that are premiering at South by Southwest, is there anything that piques your interest or that speaks out to you that you're excited to hear about? Well... The one that really stood out to me the most is the unbearable weight of massive talent. Um, <laughs> How could it because not? It is the most Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage movie that has ever been Nicolas Caged. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I this this movie is all about Nicolas Cage being he's portraying himself and Pedro Pascal as his super fan, and it just intrigues me so much because I. <laughs> I just want to see Nicolas Cage be over over the top with this. Just be yeah. himself. And I feel like for the past... Lo- oh, I'm sorry. Continue. No, I, I was just going to say it's going to be really interesting because he over the last year or two, he's kind of had a, re- a revival of sorts with his movie Pig. And uh, what is the... Wally's, is it Wally's Wonderland? Was that the... Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm curious to see how this one is going to turn out. And the reviews have been overwhelmingly positive on Rotten Tomatoes. Only 17 reviews are in, but it's at 90%. Or not 90, 100%. Wow, so 10, 10 above 90, that's a perfect score for anybody wondering. What about you? What What are your thoughts? What are you most excited for when it comes to the lineup by South by Southwest? I think two things that excite me really are The Lost City... Because I'm not going to lie, sometimes it's really hard for me to, to watch a rom-com movie. Um, <laughs> even, even you know, the funny ones or whatever. It's really hard for me to get into those. Something about Sandra Bullock, I'm a fan. Channing Tatum, I'm also a fan. And just throw, like, with the dash of Brad Pitt, I'm there, man. Day one, whatever, like, I'll see it. And it sounds like it's good so far. Uh, and it just looks incredibly funny. And the other one that I think that I'm also really interested in is uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. I feel like this trailer is just an absolute trip, and there's no words to describe it other than that. And uh, it looks really interesting to me. 
And uh, those are like, in terms of the movies, those are probably two of the ones that really speak out to me. Other than that, you know, I'm really excited to hear about, you know, Atlanta season three, what the critics think. And also the Halo TV series. Uh, I mean, so far, some critics, it seems to be divisive at best. But yeah, I mean, who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens, I suppose. Um, can you tell me a little bit about everything everywhere all at once? I, I saw the trailer and I was just absolutely confused. And <laughs> I, I'm wondering if you can give me any insight as to what you think this movie is about. Okay, so it stars um Michelle, Michelle Yeo. Yeo. Yeah, thank you for thank you for helping me out there. Yeah. And it's basically just I mean, from all the reviews that I pulled, and you know, just as like a preface. It seems like she is, you know, stuck in an unhappy marriage and her life has not taken off to the best that it can, you know, but, and all of a sudden she finds out that there are a bunch of different universes where she exists in that she has these talents and they're all different talents and they're all her. And she seems to be like the lowest of the low her of all the universes, but she's the one that's chosen to save the entire multiverse. And so she's going to have to like, with the collection of her knowledge across the multiverses, bring those all together and save everyone. And it just, it just has me so curious and like fascinated enough while me also being like, what in the world is going on that I have to know. And so far the reviews seem positive as well. I mean, it's not like a hundred, like a Nicolas Cage, but it, it is, it is still, you know, pretty well reviewed thus far. Hmm. Yeah. That when I saw the trailer for this, I was just, I, I, I don't even think I watched it again because I was just so confused and I was like, what the heck did I just watch? Why would I like and I I feel like that's what I haven't read any reviews yet, so I don't know what people are saying about it. But I think it has Michelle Yeoh is a really great actress. She's been in a lot of stuff and has a really great repertoire of of films that she's been in and shows. And so I'm I'm excited to see what she does with this film. But like I said, I I don't know if this is going to be a movie that everybody is going to want to see. It seems like a movie that's very for a specific audience, if that makes sense. Yeah, I just think, I feel like it's just one of those movies that comes along. Not even that comes along. I just feel like it's so different yeah. from everything. And especially because Marvel now is especially dipping into like these multiverses and you know, they're kind of holding people's hands and they're walking them into it. This one's just like let me just put you right in the middle of it with but they're pushing us into the pool instead of holding yeah, our hand. Getting yeah, they're pushing shell. us in the pool and in some universe some people have everybody has hot dog fingers. So who who <laughs> knows, man? It just looks it looks crazy. But we should uh we should talk about Oppenheimer, and there's a lot to talk about Oppenheimer. Yeah, and Bailey, it's, Bailey, give us the full, give us what you're thinking and what we've heard about Oppenheimer, the cast, the movie, everything. So, if I believe correctly, this movie is about the first atomic bomb in World War II and the creation of that atomic bomb that we we dropped on Hiroshima, and uh, if if the cast is anything to go by, this it's gonna be. 
either the most chaotic Christopher Nolan film or the most spectacular Christopher Nolan film that we've ever seen. Do you want to read the list of the actors that are going to be in this? Absolutely. So let's start off with the heavy hitters. In the lead role of Oppenheimer, we have Killian Murphy, who was in Peaky Blinders. He's the main character there. Um, we have Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. We have Matt Damon. Uh, we have Emily Blunt. We have Florence Pugh. We have Jason Clark, who was in uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes and uh, the most recent version of Pet Cemetery. Then we have Kenneth Branagh, who's um, stars in, and directs in both the recent Agatha Christie novels, movies, uh, Death on the Nile and Murder on the Orient Express. We have Matthew Modine, who was the who's Papa, Elle's Papa, in Stranger Things. We have David Desmalchian, who was in James Gunn's Suicide Squad as Polka Dot Man. We have Dane DeHaan, who was the Goblin in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. We have Alden Ehrenreich. Aaron Nake. Thank you for saving me, Bailey. He is Han Solo. Uh, we have Josh Peck from Drake and Josh. We have Matthew Schweigerfer from Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. And then we have Dave Riesdahl, Jack Quaid, Josh Harnett from Pearl Harbor making a comeback here. And we have Michael Angarano, James Darcy, just a whole bunch of actors. And Bailey, what do you think of this cast so far? Uh, who isn't in this movie? <laughs> there, this movie is stacked with the cast. This is like the the end game of Christopher Nolan movies, or or the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness of Doctor or of of Christopher Nolan movies. It just it looks insane, man. What do you think? Do you you have high hopes for this movie? You think it's too stacked? What do you, what are you thinking? I worry that it's going to be too stacked, but I get the feeling that most of these characters are going to be pretty minuscule roles. Um, besides like Emily Blunt and Killian Murphy, um, like other characters like that, the, the big names are going to be the main characters of this movie and they're going to be the ones driving this show. And everybody else is just, is there for the show. And there, there's a lot riding on on this movie because Tenet was really divisive. I, I feel like it was a pretty divisive movie among critics and fans. Um, a lot of people still loved it for the technical advances, or I don't know if it was technically advances, but the the way he filmed this movie was, the, the, his last movie was pretty phenomenal. So he's got a lot riding on his shoulders to make a, an another household name of a movie that he's made. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think, do you think this would be more like a tenant in inception or do you think that'd be more of like a Dunkirk where it's just kind of like a, a biographical story, you know, it's Dunkirk. There's no question about it. He is going to try to do some twist like he did with Dunkirk, which I don't necessarily think is important for the story, but He's got to have his twist on it because it's Christopher Nolan. He's got to have his stamp on it. Yeah, he's a very big fan of like non-linear storytelling. I feel like, yeah, I feel like no matter what, I'll be there. He's like, he's like, you know, him, Jordan Peele, other directors that they they attach the name to something and you just got to show up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But yeah, so that's our news for Oppenheimer. Um, segwaying now into our next piece of news, uh, a new trailer for Puss in Boots dropped this week. Uh, Bailey. Oh, what are you, what are your thoughts? 
Um, it just looks like a cute, charming film. There's no other way to describe it. Um, the, this film, for those that haven't seen the trailer, it's about, it's the first, it's the sequel to Puss in Boots, which we saw 10 years ago. It, it's, it has been that long since Puss in Boots came out, but we're now going to be seeing him, um, on his last life. We, there's a really funny montage of, of him getting hit or losing each of his lives. And so, um he's on his last life and in his last life he is tasked to find the last wish um we're not sure i'm not sure what that means but i i'm assuming he's going to wish for more lives at the end of this or something but it will be really interesting to see what happens with this and to see where they go with it so we'll see um i thought the the trailer was charming and cute but that was about all I thought of it. Yeah. I have nothing to add. So put some boots trailers on YouTube and go check it out. Another trailer that came out this week was the Sonic two trailer. And, um, Bailey, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah. Sonic two. Yeah. Uh, Sonic it, it looks, two. it's, it looks very Sonic. Um, I, I, I liked the first movie a lot more than I thought I was going to like it. I don't think that it's going to be um, as great as the first one or as charming as the first one was. I love Ben Schwartz. He's a great actor, and he's surprisingly really good choice for Sonic. And I'm excited to see what he does with this char- character. I love Jim Carrey and everything he does, and hopefully this movie can be just as good as the first one. Yeah, it looks like it looks like like in the first one they kind of just let G- Jim Carrey do whatever he wanted, and that played into its favor. It was really fun, and uh, I'm really hoping that kind of with the second one, it looks like it'll be a little more Jim Carrey. You got Idris Elba in the mix finally, uh, which was just kind of out of left field, but I'm not against it. I like Idris Elba. I think he's great. Um, I think to some degree he's kind of a little underrated, but I'm a fan of Idris Elba. Um, so yeah, go check that out. The Sonic Two trailer came out this week as well. And this week also, just the other day, the Miss Marvel trailer came out. Uh, Bailey, what do you think about this one? Um, I'd have to say everything that we've... I hate to say this again, but it looks charming. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to be the greatest Marvel project ever. The, a little bit about this show, it, it follows Kamala, Kamala Khan, or Kamala Khan, uh, sorry, the pronunciation, I want to get it right. But Kamala Khan, she, in the comics, she's what's called an inhuman witch. There's some crazy stuff on how inhumans are made. There's like this rock that explodes and they form powers. But they're abandoning that, thank goodness, because that this show is uh, supposed to have more ties to Captain Marvel. And uh, we see her put on these wristbands in the, mo- or in the trailer and these wristbands give her powers and it looks like they're just cosmic energy that she's able to create and um, they allow her body to stretch a little bit as we saw in a couple parts of the trailer which is interesting because a lot of pe- a lot of people who are fans of Miss Marvel are not happy about this um, but they're just changing the powers a little bit to make it look less like Mr. Fantastic from the Fantastic Four. 
And I, I respect that. I understand that the Fantastic Four movie is coming out in a couple of years. And so we're going to see stretching powers again. But I think that they're respecting the material. I understand this show is not for everyone. It's definitely not like your average Marvel movie or Marvel show. And I feel like recently every Marvel property that has come out, we've been saying this is unlike any other Marvel movie that we've seen. And I'm excited to see what they do with this. Like I said, not everybody's going to like this, but I'm curious to see. It, it feels very John Hughes to me. What are your thoughts on this, Adam? Oh, I got to be honest. I'm kind of disinterested. Um, I mean, they, they bait and switched me, though. They had to throw that weekend blinding lights in there. And I was immediately like, darn it. I'm listening and I'm watching now. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. It's hard for me to have high opinions of these things. And, you know, like, even to, to be honest, even, like, you know, new Star Wars shows or, you know, new Marvel shows, I fe- I find it's harder for me to be more excited, especially after the letdown that was Boba Fett. Um, like, I don't know. I just, you know, I'll, I'll watch it. Will I enjoy it? I'm not entirely too sure. Um, so, yeah, we'll see, but... Well, if if you don't enjoy it, we got um we got Obi-Wan Kenobi premiering around the same time as this. So, if you don't like one, you can watch the other. Yeah. And if I don't like Obi-Wan Kenobi, I'm throwing my te- I'm throwing Disney Plus out. I'm just kidding. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't do that to Bluey. But um but yeah, so I just I I hope I hope for it, but we'll see. All right, Bailey. So, let's get into the buzz, man. Um, you have some spicy buzz teed up for us here. What do you got, man? What's the first? First, you have a rumor about a Star Wars movie being written by Damon Lindelof. Yeah, so this is going to be a really interesting... I I don't know what to think about this. Uh, for those that don't know who Damon Lindelof is, uh, he he was really the creator or the... I believe he was the showrunner for Watchmen, um, if I'm not. If I, I stand to be corrected on that, but he was the either the showrunner or the writer of of Watchmen, the HBO series that premiered in 2020 or 2019. And this is an interesting twist for Star Wars because um, Damon Lindelof is very big on twists and turns in, in his shows. And his style is not really something that I would see fit for Star Wars. Yeah, are you are you familiar with Damon Lindelof? Yeah he he did the he did the Watchmen. He also was a creator and showrunner for Lost all those years ago. Um, Rip that ending, and uh, also HBO's The Leftovers, which is on on critics' list one of the top ten movie shows of the last decade. And um, you know I'm not sure I haven't really watched a whole lot of his things, but he seems like he he knows what he's doing and he writes very well and gets a bunch of critical acclaim so i mean i'm at this point man i'm all on board for some change in the star wars movies i think uh, the fanboys ruined rise of skywalker so anything that we can do that's not that yay verily yeah i i'd be excited and welcome to a twist to star wars i mean we have the taika waititi movie coming in a couple years and uh patty jenkins uh the director of wonder woman she's also directing a uh, rogue 
Rogue Squadron, which is kind of like, or, yeah, Rogue Squadron, which is kind of like Top Gun in space. Um, and so seeing Damon Lindelof's name on the, as the rumor for a new Star Wars movie, it kind of gets me pretty excited. And so I, I'm welcome to the idea. I don't think his, his style fits uh, what we know Star Wars to be, but I'd be more than happy to accept Damon Lindelof in the Star Wars universe. I agree. So moving on from uh, Damon Lindelof, we have the Prince of the Prince of Bel-Air, Jaden Smith, and another rumor. What do you have, Bailey? Yeah, so uh, Will Smith recently gave a quote saying that Jaden Smith is preparing to uh, join a big saga franchise. And the rumor is Spider-Man. That's the first franchise that a lot of people are asking Jaden Smith to be in. I don't know if everybody's asking Jaden Smith to be Miles Morales as the new Spider-Man. I don't think I I'm I I don't think that he'd be the greatest pick. There's a lot better choices out there. But um it would be an interesting pick for for Miles Morales and the people may be taking Will Smith's comment on this a little too far with the Miles Morales, but he actually does have some history with the character. He uh, sang one of the songs for for the Miles Morales video game. And so he does have some history with the character, so we may see him suit up as Spider-Man, but that's up for for the big, the big people to decide on whether or not he's actually in Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not totally sold on Jaden Smith, he can make great music. I just, you know, I think the only thing that I've seen that I really support is uh, the remake of uh, of Karate Kid. But, yeah, that's just my own personal opinion. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, another rumor we have is about the Black Panther Wakanda Forever movie. Um, what do you have about that, Bailey? Yeah, the character Riri Williams is going to be showing up in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And for our our listeners who don't know who Riri Williams is, she is the spiritual successor to Iron Man. Um, she re- essentially reverse engineers an Iron Man suit and becomes Iron Man in Detroit. Um, and so there's a chance that we may be seeing her suit up for the first time in Black Panther Wakanda Forever which comes out later this year. And I can't wait for that one honestly. That's one of the more, that's probably one of the Marvel movies that I'm most excited to see. Yeah. Is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It's going to be bittersweet. I I feel like that's like the perfect um word for for what this movie is. It's devastating what happened with Chadwick Boseman and um I, I know that I, I trust Marvel to give all the respect and courtesy to his character and to see this world that Ryan Coogler made for Marvel to expand a little bit. Yeah, and, and for me, I trust Ryan Coogler. I think I think he's phenomenal. You know, um the Creed you know, the first Creed, which is probably one of my top fifteen favorite movies ever made. Um the original Black Panther, Ryan Coogler knows what he's doing, and I trust him with this as well. So, I so that's the Wakanda Forever uh, rumor, and we have one last just buzz speculation. We got a trailer from Miss Marvel this week, but we are still waiting for Thor: Love and Thunder. Bailey, what are your thoughts here? 
Yeah, Thor Love and Thunder. This might be, it's either going to get delayed again, um, which is very possible as we saw last week with the Warner Brothers, sh- with the Warner Brothers shuffle of the DC Universe movies and Wonka um, and M- the Meg. <laughs> but th- this is, uh, it wouldn't be surprising if we saw Thor Love and Thunder get delayed a little bit um, because the trailer still hasn't aired and it's now past the, for the thing that we're worried about as far as fans goes is because the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home came just like it was just shy of like three months uh, before the movie premiered, if I remember correctly. And this movie, it's supposed to come out one month after Doctor Strange, which is two months away now. And so we're heading into that territory where this film is has a high probability that it could get delayed. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something in the next couple weeks. If not, the trailer could premiere later this week or next week. Um, but I would say if we don't see something in the next two weeks, uh, expect to see a delay. Yeah, I'm. I'm really hoping it doesn't get delayed. I mean, along with you know Nolan Peel, I'm a I'm a Taika Waititi fan, so. Anything he makes, I'm I'm at least prone to watch and see how it turns out because I think he's great. I think he's a great director. I think he's comedically he's he's just got that touch and I love him. He does, and he I, he surprised us with Jojo Rabbit as well with the the comedic twist on World War Two. Um, not everybody's favorite movie, but uh, it's a little controversial. But at the same time, it, it had a lot of heart to it. Um, which was pretty surprising for a film like that. But this rounds out our, our buzz talk. Um, we hope you enjoyed these rumors. Just as always, take these all with a massive grain of salt because who knows what will happen. If you want to keep up with the latest movie news, keep listening to us. We love talking about movies, and that's what we love here. And uh, make sure to reach, us, reach out to us. Our email account is abcinema.pod at gmail.com. And I believe we have a Twitter handle now, don't we, Bailey? Yeah, we do. And it's under the name uh, AB Cinema Podcast, I believe. AB Cinema Podcast. Great. Send Send us a tweet. Send us an email. Anyway, just so that we can know what we'd like to hear about, what you'd like to talk about, anything we can do to improve. But um, reach out to us. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, we thank you all for listening. And as always... Keep watching movies.